KXSF LP San Francisco. You found your way into my humble dwelling. And like most people who cross this threshold, I see you have many questions. By entering this space, this sacred space, this humble shack, this dwelling of mine, you have consented, of course, to a decision, a choice, and the nature of choice in this world of ours. Because there's really no decision at all. You already know what you're going to do. From Houston, Texas, this is Narrowhead with stuttering Stanley in Rocknetto at KX 102.5 FM San Francisco. This is out of their 2020 12th House Rock album. 
Intro Neto at KXSF as it happens every Thursday from 1 to 4 p.m. And yes, indeed, welcome to this. That will be one more edition of Rock Neto uh, in which we bring you the best independent rock and roll there is around the world. As easy and as simple as that, the newest of the newest and the best of the best. Today is uh, Thursday, September the 10th of 2020. It's been a, a couple of rather weird uh, apocalyptic days in San Francisco. Uh, this is a clear sign of uh, global warming as it is affecting uh, not only the world, but uh, California at this very moment with the fires that are um, raging throughout the state. You wanted uh, some proof about global warming. Well, there you go. Just look at the sky. That's it. As simple as that. It's something that we have to confront is something that we have to fix all together as a society just like we're doing for social justice and all that that is uh, a continuous fight it's a never-ending fight until we simply eradicate those issues that are causing all this harm to our society Today will be a rather interesting show because we have uh, three interviews taking place with uh, with a few of the best uh, independent bands that uh, that uh, you know that have albums out at this very moment. Uh, the first one will be taking place at 1:40 p.m. We'll be calling uh, the Lovely X all the way to Lancaster, United Kingdom. They just released a new album called I Am Moron, which is a great, great piece of rock and roll, and we will be extremely happy to talk to them. Like as, like I said, at 1.40 p.m., it will be 9.40 p.m. in the U.K. Then uh, at uh, 2.30 p.m., we'll be, we will be traveling all the way to London, U.K., and we'll be talking to HMLTD, who also just released their uh, their, their first album ever, called uh, West of Even. And then, during Rock Neto en Español, at 3.30 p.m., we'll be traveling all the way to Hermosillo, Sonora, Mexico, and we'll be talking to Necromorfo. Necromorfo is a rather, rather underground and independent band that we discovered a few months ago, and that, uh, you know, they will be uh, here with us, and we will be extremely happy to talk to them as well. New music uh, like that, uh, first song that we play by Narrowhead. We have something new by Mrs. Peace. Uh, Purex, uh, Surfboard, they released a, a brand new single. Uh, Danny Miller and her band, they released new music last week. Uh, Velaco, LA Witch, as you know, they released a brand new album, which uh, happens to be the album of the month for uh, September 2020 for KXSF. We have new music by White Denim, Catholic Action, uh, Soft Palms, yes indeed, uh, Bambara, this great project from Brooklyn, New York, The Mortar Capital, Girl Band, Fontaine's DC, Proto Martyr, Gorillas, uh, they released a new song with Robert Smith, uh, New Order also uh, released a new song a couple of days ago, uh, Jarvis Cocker, also the legendary Jarvis Cocker, he just released a new song as well. So yeah, as you can see, we have a lot of uh, great, great new, new music for you, my dear San Francisco listeners. It's at 1.07 p.m. in San Francisco, and we're going to continue with the music and play something by Mrs. Peace. This is a project uh, from, uh, from Canyon, California, here in the Bay Area, and uh, we've been playing them for the past uh, couple of weeks, and we just can't stop uh, doing that because it's so freaking good. As simple as that, this is Mrs. Peace with Melt. 
in Rock Network KX 72.5 FM San Francisco until 4 p.m.
from Austin, Texas, that's Pure X with uh, Middle America in Rock Neto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Support for KXSF comes from McCarthy's Irish Bar, located west of Twin Peaks in the heart of the West Portal Business District. McCarthy's has reopened and now offers you socially distant seating outside on their back patio, as well as a special appetizer menu from neighboring Franco's Latin Table. McCarthy's is open 2 to 10 p.m., and don't forget your mask. McCarthy's Irish Bar at 46 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for your support. You've made your voice heard on the streets and on your socials. Now it's time to take the next step by making your voice heard at the ballot box. The general election is November 3rd, and in California, the deadline to register for any election is 15 days before Election Day. So please, don't wait a minute longer. Register now at registertovote.ca.gov or check your registration to make sure you're ready to cast your vote. This message is brought to you by KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Yes, indeed, that is correct. That was the voice of uh, DJ Flink, who has a great show on Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, she had one yesterday, actually. It was pretty, pretty dope. Great post-punk. Now, let's go to Japan and play something by this band that I have no idea how to pronounce their name because the name is in Japanese, in characters, in Japanese characters, but the song is called Taxi Man and it sounds like this.
Let's stay in Japan now and let's play something by Otoboke Beaver. I am not maternal in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco.
from the 2005 classic album Bestoy Su. That's Polai 6 with I, My, Me, Mine. In Rock Network, KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco, and we have a new single by Sorpward called Silly D, and it sounds like this in Rock Network at KXSF. From Brooklyn, New York, 
with Surfboard and Silly D. Let's go now to Mungia, the Basque Country, and play something by Belaco, A.K.L.R. in rock metal.
from South London, UK, Shame is back with a brand new song called Alphabet, released today, by the way. This is how fresh the music in Rock Neto is, as, as easy and as simple as that. Let's go now and play something by LA Witch, Motorcycle Boy, in Rock Neto. Out of their 2020 Play With Fire album, that's LA Witch with Motorcycle Boy in the Metal Gear 
Now let's stay in San Francisco and let's play something by the band that will be performing at the KXF live sessions this upcoming Sunday. In my opinion, the coolest rock and roll band in this city. Yes, I said that, and that's the way it is. Nobody's baby with pills in rock metal cases. Out of their 2019 EP called uh, Nobody's Baby, like the band, that was Pills in Rock Network KX 102.5 FM San Francisco. And it's 1.40 p.m. in San Francisco, and it's 9.40 p.m. in Lancaster, United Kingdom. And that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to the lovely ex. Holly, how are you? Hi, good evening. Good evening. Oh, it's good afternoon, I suppose, for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is still good afternoon for us. How's everything for you? Everything's good, yeah. We're just hanging out in Lancaster. Excellent. Uh, where exactly are you at this very moment? Are you at home, chilling? Yeah, at home, just up to no good, like we always are. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was watching some of your uh, internet streams that you've been doing uh, during lockdown. You guys have a lot of fun. That's uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you've got to, really. I think... You've always got to make the best out of a bad situation if you can. Exactly. I mean, that's what we always try and do anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Like, we've just been trying to crack on with stuff. Totally. How's the situation with COVID uh, right now in Lancaster? How's life for you guys at this very moment? I don't know. I think it's the same as the rest of the world. It's pretty mad, isn't it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Don't crazy. really know what to do. Don't really know what not to do. Exactly. It's just a bit crazy. Totally. Here in California, like head down and stay yeah, in your bubble. Exactly. Here in California, we have a lot of uh, fires going on. 
So we've been having a really strange oh days. Oh, God, yeah, I've heard yeah. about that. Yeah, the sky has been... The well, sky was red today, wasn't it? Yesterday it was orange, like like super, super like uh, bright orange, incredible. Today's a little bit that better. Is, that is crazy. It is, in, it is indeed crazy. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, that's, the, that's uh, stuff that happens and we need to be positive and try to, you know, uh, survive and, and get better and stuff. Uh, congratulations on I Am Moron. It's a great piece of rock and roll. It's an amazing piece of rock and roll. Thank you. Rock and roll still needs to be made. It's still very relevant. A lot of people have forgotten that, but exactly. it's true. Totally, totally, totally. This one was released on April the 3rd. So that's been, what, uh, around, uh, what, six months ago. And it yeah, was, that's right, yeah. It was released uh, during lockdown, during the first or second week of lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Exactly. How do you feel about having to releasing it during uh, those weird times? Um, do you want to answer that one, David? Well, we weren't um, hey, totally happy about it because we... You know, we were, we were really excited about going on tour, yeah. putting the record out and going on tour. So it was a bit, you know, weird that putting it out and then you, you just can't play the songs to anybody. So, um, but, you know, we kind of did the best we could. And um, over here, it went to number one in the UK independent chart. So we were, we were really pleased about that. And, uh, um, but yeah, it's just frustrating not being able to, play the songs when you put an album out you know and it's going to be maybe a year before we can yeah exactly Why, you know what i mean totally how was uh i mean obviously this was recorded before lockdown before covid how was the the creative uh, process for this album uh i don't know in, uh, compared with uh maybe this is eggland from 2018 how different was the process for this one uh, I, I guess it wasn't a right lot different. I mean, I think maybe with this one there was a little bit more experimentation with sounds and stuff. Um, yeah, um, there's some sort of weird noises on there. And we kind of did a little bit more in the studio at home, you know, sort of messing around with different ideas in that sense. Yeah. So in that way it was it was different. But the kind of basic songwriting process was quite similar. We kind of went in and wrote it, wrote the ba basics of the songs pretty quickly. I think we're always learning, though, and I think the more we're in a band, the more we learn to let stuff flow, like, not worry about it, like, not, not overanalyze stuff, and I think that was brilliant for us. Uh, I don't know, with this album, it just kind of, it wasn't there, and then one minute it was there, and that was part of not analyzing it, and that was that's a great, a great, great thing. I think I think we're learning all the time yeah. about how to. It's not just about the songs; it's how they come about, and that's really important. Totally, you guys are married. You guys are you guys are a couple, obviously. So it it is very interesting for me to know how how the creative process work for you guys. Because I mean, you guys are together all the time. Uh, you know, how does it work for you guys? Like, uh, do you ha you guys have a moments and spaces where you guys sit down and create music, or is it just part of uh, of every conversation in life for you guys? How is it? Well, I'd say like we're best friends, pretty much. Okay. Me and David, and we really like hanging out together. Yeah. So we could spend each other 
like all day together and we won't necessarily go out and see separate friends you know we just like <laughs> we just get drunk together do you know it's yeah, fun yeah. and like <laughs> so part some of the creative process is done when we sit down and concentrate about it like shit we've got a we've got to write an album come on let's do it and then other times it's just written because we're hanging out together and having fun and something just comes up and go and we just think oh we'll we'll or note that down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess a lot of uh, these last two albums have been written, you know, in the rehearsal room where we go in and we, we, we turn up and get loud and, you know, because we love playing sort of loud music and, uh, you know, that sparks off imagination, I guess, once, that, once, once we get into that situation. We write a lot of the stuff there and then, rather than bringing stuff to the rehearsal room, we we kind of just it just happens. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, and I was going to ask you. Different. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, please. That wasn't the same for the first two albums. That was different. Each album, the heavier we've got, the more we write live. But when we were le when we started out, we were much less heavy, and and we had more songs that we'd written and then brought to the practice room. Excellent. And yeah. uh, the, how was uh, the lockdown for you guys so far? I mean, this album is pretty new. It's, uh, it's brand new, for God's sakes. Did you guys uh, work on a lot of new music during this lockdown? Or uh, or uh, what? how did you survive it? Uh, yeah, well, we, we we had some videos to make. So we, we kind of made the videos to our... Um, To, to some of our uh, yeah. seven inches we put out, we made some videos to go with them. We did all them at home sort of over the lockdown period. And also we kind of worked on, the, we had a Record Store Day album and we kind of worked on that as well. And we're then recording some B-sides and, you know, working on a little bit of new music. But there's there's always kind of something going on, whether it's, whether it's, Totally music, or whether it's something uh, to do with creative, yeah. like or artistic, you know, like videos totally. or artwork or whatever. Yeah, so, so yeah. we've been kept very busy during the period. Yeah, so it kind of hasn't felt like uh, a holiday or anything. We've been sort of, okay. you know, we have been really working on stuff, and which which is good, you know. It kind of, and and because we've been able to, because because we're obviously in the same house, we've of been course. able to. Do that. We haven't been able to go and make loud music because we can't get to our rehearsal space. But uh, you know, but we have been able to do stuff. You know what we can do at home, which has been good. Totally. Talking about music videos, the video for Long Stem Carnations is freaking brilliant. It's an incredibly good-looking oh, music video. And I know that you guys made it uh, at home. It's a homemade uh, music video. It's in, it's impressive. How was the process right. for that? I'm curious. Uh, well, we we knew we wanted to do a video for that, and um, we'd done animation before, so we kind of started off with some rough anim animation ideas, and then I got this idea to kind of animate Holly's face and. Once we went down that road, we were like, yeah, this is the direction we want to take it. And um, it kind of all sort of spun on from that. And then we just, you know, worked on different ideas a lot along with that. And, 
but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was quite it was it was quite a long process to do um, because obviously it was done during lockdown, and we've got like um, seven year old kids, so and we were working in plasticine, so. <laughs> Uh, the two don't go that well together, you know. He wants to get involved, but it was, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was good. It was quite a long process, and we really enjoyed it, and uh, we're happy with it. So, yeah, thanks. No, uh, the final product is amazing. Any more new music videos coming out to, from you guys? I think uh, that one nearly destroyed us. Actually, <laughs> yeah. we were like, we're never ever making our own music video ever again after yeah. that. But we always, we always say, say that. that, yeah. So we're not working on anything at the moment, video-wise. But yeah, we can't. You kind of need a break from it to forget how tough it was, and then you say, oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's do a video. Oh no. That one, that was uh, the same with anything being in a DIY band. You think you just give exactly. it a rest for a bit, and you forget how bad it actually is, and then you just do it all again. Exactly. Let's talk about the future. I mean, uh, mm. I know I see that you guys have a few uh, gigs booked for 2021. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we're just we're just holding on and waiting waiting to see. We've got. Uh, You know, we've got a tour booked in February and, you know, various other things in the pipeline, but it's because nobody really knows the situation. Of course. Um, we're just kind of hanging on, waiting to see. We, no, nobody can say. You can't really plan that far ahead because nobody knows. No one knows. No our one government, knows. Well, our government's pretty useless, to be honest with you, and they're not saying True. anything. But I, I don't suppose they nobody can predict, really. really. Yeah. not really, the, yeah. Well, I, did, I hate our government, but at the same time, it isn't their fault. But it is. I blame them anyway. <laughs> of course, yeah. I ask you this because, you know, in Spain, they're already having some gigs, you know, socially distant, distance gigs where, uh, where, the, where the people in the crowd have to sit, like, you know, in circles and they cannot stand up and stuff like that. Uh, nothing like that is happening in England yeah. at this moment? No. No, nothing. I mean, there's, there's talk of it, but... Um, You know, it's it's how I don't know how weird those are going to be. Those sorts of gigs. True. We're kind of used to the Ram sort of punk rock style. Yeah, yeah. You know, crowd down the front sort of thing, and it's totally. You know, I mean, it might work for bands who uh, who are used to playing stadiums who don't, you of know, course. can't see their audience. You know, you know, whatever. I don't know, Or but bands, yeah, yeah, but you know, we're not totally happy about working in that situation but we just we just don't know what we're going to have to do really but um yeah but there's nothing happening like that here yet anyway okay. and, we, and we're getting close to winter now so true i guess it's less likely to happen exactly. over the winter period so yeah well it's it's exact same situation here in america at least in california we have no clue uh a few venues have shut down because of uh of the lockdowns and everything and that that sucks that's horrible Uh, but you know, music will come yeah, back. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll we'll do rock and roll once again as it's supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, totally. And last question, I promise. What's the plan for the rest of the night for you guys? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> the night is young. What time is it? It's only like nearly ten o'clock. Very. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Just we hang out. I don't know. It's, maybe, hard, it's hard to tell, really. Maybe a live oh, stream or something. Yeah. Just, 
little boy to bed, yeah. so it's kind of like, we've got I'm, him to bed, and then... I'm trying to fix something I broke, so... Uh, yeah, actually, I heard David swear before he picked up the phone, before yeah. he picked up the phone, because he just dropped something, so he's probably just going to spend the night fixing that. Yeah. Totally. There's always something to repair. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking the call. Uh, David Holly, it has been uh, super fun to talk to you guys. And once again, uh, congratulations on I Am Moron, a great piece of rock and roll. In my opinion, one of the best albums of this 2020, this weird 2020. And I thank you for that. And once, <laughs> once all of this is over and you guys can come back to America, please come to San Francisco and come to KXSF. It'll be super fun to hang out with you guys. We would love to. Yeah. Yeah, we, we know a guy in um, in Oakland called John Carling. Nice. And he's a, we've got a big amount. We've, we had a big obsession with that guy for quite a while. What's his name yeah, again? So we've been over. We've been over a couple of times. We played a couple of gigs there. I can't remember, but um, yeah. we've certainly been to San Francisco. But we've never played a gig. We played a gig in a bookstore in in Oakland. Right. Nice. Yeah. Oakland's the nearest we've got, but yeah. Yeah. No, we will. We'll, we will come over. It's got to happen. Awesome. That that will be super, super cool. So to celebrate the interview, I'm going to play Long Stem Carnations. And, uh, and I thank you once again. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Yeah, Have yeah. a great evening. See you later. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Uh, that was uh, uh, the lovely X. Great, great uh, project. And if, again, if you're an avid listener of Rocknetto, you've noticed that we play the their music uh, quite often in this show, 1.55 p.m. in San Francisco, and this is the lovely X with long stamp carnations in Rock Metal Kids. Rock Metal.
out of their 2020 I Am Moron album. This is the lovely X with long stem carnations in Rockneto at KX 702.5 FM San Francisco. Support for KXSF-FM comes from Dress San Francisco, a fashion boutique located in the heart of the city's Marina District. Dress carries a wide range of contemporary clothing and jewelry designs with collections and styles to fit any occasion, from work to weekend and daytime to nighttime. Dress is located at 2271 Chestnut Street between Scott and Pierce. Shop in-store or online at DressSanFrancisco.com. Thank you for your support of San Francisco Community Radio. Hey, what's up? This is Lydia of Atomic Tide. You may have heard our music on KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco Community Radio. KXSF is one of the only radio stations in the Bay Area playing independent bands like ours. But we need your help to stay on the air, so support your local DJ crush, whether it's Carolyn playing Punk Garage, Rocknado to learn about the newest Latino indie garage bands, or Brother Bruno playing Oldies by the Bay 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 Baby. So donate now to KXSF at www.kxsf.fm. And keep local community radio and local artists on the San Francisco area. Yes, indeed. Thanks. You're welcome, uh, Lydia. Now let's go and play something by White Denim. Uh, brand news, by the way. This is Matter of Matter. In KXSF until 4 p.m. Uh, KXSF LP San Francisco.
from Portsmouth, United Kingdom, England, that's uh, Helen with Modern England in Rockneto at KXSF. Let's stay in Britain and let's go to Ireland now and play something by Catholic Action. Another name for loneliness in Rockneto at KXSF. Dublin, Ireland, that's Catholic Action, with another name for loneliness, Intrognet.kxsf. support of KXSF San Francisco Community Radio comes from Charles Neal Selections, 
Since 1998, San Francisco-based Charles Neal Selections has been an importer and distributor of fine wines and spirits for wholesalers, retail stores, and restaurants across 17 states. Learn more about Charles Neal's focus on imports from family-owned operations throughout France by visiting the website at charlesnealselections.com. Thanks for your support. It takes a village to keep independent radio alive and well in San Francisco. That's why KXSF 102.5 FM is looking for underwriters to support our station. If you are an individual who loves listening to local artists and bands, or you run a business that cares about cultural diversity in our city, your tax-deductible donation to San Francisco Community Radio is a great investment. To find out more about how to become an underwriter, go to www.kxsf.fm, click on Become an Underwriter, and help keep KXSF on the air through 2019. Underwriting for KXSF comes from City Beer Store, a welcoming community-based gathering spot to sip a beer while you browse the shelves. Since 2006, City Beer Store has been at the forefront of the craft beer movement and now features a full-service kitchen alongside the bottle shop and their curated draft beer menu. There's plenty of seating, an outdoor patio, and fine wine and ciders as well. So visit City Beer Store at 1148 Mission Street between 7th and 8th. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Yes, indeed. If you want to become part of the KXSF family, uh, you know, being a DJ or just a volunteer or an underwriter, all you have to do is call me at 415-648-7327, and I will be more than happy to guide you through the process. As a matter of fact, today at the Rocknet en Español, we will be finalizing the training of three more new DJs, brand new DJs uh, for this KXSF, your KXSF. My dear San Francisco. Yeah, so 415-648-7327. Hit us up if you think you know enough about great music uh, or you have something to say. You think you have something to say. This is your hum, KXSF. Let's go now and play a brand new single by Soft Palms, which is uh, a great, uh, interesting project by Julia from the Code Hangers and Scott. Uh, they released uh, this brand new song a couple of uh, days ago, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, that's how fresh the music that we have for you is here in Rockneto. This is Rain and Thunder. Soft palms in Rockneto. Oh uh-huh. 
This is a project of uh, Julia Kugel and Scott Montoya. Soft Palms, Brandon Thunder. Intro Network KXSF. Now let's go back to Brooklyn and play something by Bambara. This is Miracle. Intro Network until 4 p.m.
from Brooklyn, New York, and out of their 2020 album called Stray. This is Bambara with Miracle in Brooklyn.kxsf. We'll be talking to them in about uh, in a couple of weeks. They will be here in Brooklyn. Now let's go and play something by the Mortar Capital. This is Love, Love, Love. Live from London, the Dome, Tufnell Park. In a few minutes, our interview with HMLTV.
That is a live version of Love, Love, Love by the Mortar Capital. In Rockneto at KXS 102.5 FM San Francisco. It's 2.30 p.m. in San Francisco and it's 10.30 p.m. in the United Kingdom. And that means that we have the absolute pleasure of talking to Henry of HMLTD. Henry, mate, how are you? Hello. Not too bad, thank you. How are you? I'm okay, I'm okay. It's a kind of strange day here in San Francisco. We have a lot of fires yeah, going I, on I, in the state, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw on the news, it's crazy. Crazy. Yesterday was incredibly crazy. The, 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 the sky was bright orange, incredible. Today it's a little bit better. Yeah, I saw the photos. Yeah, uh-huh. and the sun is still red, and there's like ashes kind of falling from the sky, which is super, super weird and strange. But it's okay, because in the end we're going to be just fine. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe. I, I think I think the apocalypse is coming. Maybe it's looking like it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it will get there eventually. It's coming slowly, but it's on its way. Slowly and painfully, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where are you at this very specific moment? Are you in London? I'm I'm in London uh, at my girlfriend's house, uh, taking a little break from a Curb Your Enthusiasm binge watch. There you go. Is what I'm currently doing. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Excellent. Well, it's an honor, man, to talk to you, to be honest. Uh, we've been following your oh, your music for years. And uh, I've been listening to, to, to your music, obviously, for the past whole week and in repeat. So I think I've, I must have listened to your, your songs maybe like 50 times or in the past seven days. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congratulations of West of, on West of Eden. It's a great, a great, great piece of rock and roll. Uh, it's your very first album. Uh, let's talk about it. I know there was like a huge uh, process, uh, you know, that uh, made you guys take it, you know, to be, take it, that it made the album to take so long to be released. Let's talk about it. Sure. Yeah, let's talk about it. 15 tracks, awesome tracks. Every single one of them. Uh, how? When did this process start for this specific album? I mean, it's really hard to pinpoint an exact moment because we started. I mean, like the oldest song on the album um, is three years old. But when we wrote that song, we didn't know what we were writing it for. We were just, you know, writing music, and, and an album was a very distant prospect. It wasn't even on the horizon. And then, you know, gradually as things developed, we knew that we were going to write an album. But, um, but at that point, it wasn't clear what the album was going to be, what it was going to look like. And so there was this kind of long process of looking back at what we'd already done, what we'd already released, trying to figure out what it was that we were saying and what it was that we were trying to articulate and trying to kind of draw a constellation out of all those different stars. Um, and then when we realized what that was, that's when West of Eden started taking shape, which I think was sometime probably around 2018, I guess. Um, and so then from there, there was a two-year process of, of writing new songs, new material, um, and then also revisiting the old songs and trying to see where they fit within this grand narrative, which we're trying to weave, um, which was the story of West of Eden. Perfect. Well, again, it's, it's a great, great piece of rock and roll. 
uh, like I said, uh, 15 tracks. You guys released a bunch of uh, singles before before the release of this of this album, uh, and a bunch of music videos as well. Uh, for example, um, let's see, the video for the West is Dead. It's a great, great uh, music video. Uh, talk to us yeah. about it. Were you a part of the creative process? What's behind the the, the visual concept of this uh, very interesting music video? Thank you. That's, that's a good question. Um, so the idea behind the video for the West is Dead is it's drawing on Marx's theory uh -huh. that basically they'd become less and less and less capitalist because they'd all just outcompete each other until there was like one capitalist remaining and he just had a total monopoly on everything. Um, so it's kind of building on that idea and it envisions a future United Kingdom where capitalism has reached such a zenith that there is just four or five capitalists left and they are the kings of a empty kingdom because everybody else has obviously died or been starved to death through over-exploitation because, you know, they own all the capital, but now there's nobody to actually consume the capital because there's nobody who has any capital themselves in order to consume it. Um, and so these last four capitalists are trying to prop up a failing state using religion, um, which is why you see me on the treadmills carrying Um, carrying the cross um, as men in suits watch by um, and yeah and kind of control this whole weird dystopic place um, and we try to draw on a lot of paganistic imagery um, so we've looked at things like The Wicker Man and Midsummer, totally. those kinds of films to try, try and create this eerie atmosphere which was a mixture of like hypercapitalism Um, and Old Testament religion and kind of English paganism. Yeah. Um, and then set it all in this sort of post-industrial English countryside landscape. Totally. I, it's, it's very interesting to me that you mention all these concepts because, I, I, you know, I always said that uh, what's happening to society at this moment, you know, with all the injustices and, uh, you know, the fascism taking over, in Britain and, and here in, in America, it's it's partly because of radical capitalism. Do you think uh, our, yeah. our, our human society is going towards these apocalyptic uh, situations that you guys depict on the West is dead? Is the West really dead at this moment? Yeah, I mean, what it's interesting you mentioned the rise of fascism. I, I don't really see, um, you know, referring to the populist movements of, Of Brexit or Trump or um, obviously the rise of the far right in Europe, which is really concerning. I don't think that these things are the event themselves. I think that all these things are a kind of stuttered response to the main event, which is something that occurred in the 20th century, which is basically the, the total collapse of religion as being the backbone of society. I think if you look at late 19th century societies, why they held together so well was partly that partly because of religion and also because of the relationship between um, between the ruling classes and, and the rest of the people. You had this concept of the noblesse oblige, um, where, you know, people at the top of society were expected to be seen as, um, you know, providing something to everybody else. Of course. And now there's just no, there's just nothing 
anymore, which kind of keeps society together. I think with the collapse of religion, nothing's really come in to take its place. Because of course. all you have is this empty kind of post-Thatcher Reagan individualism, um, which I think just has created a really atomized, um, alienated society. And so I think that in response to that, people really feel the need to be part of something. Um, people feel so disenfranchised and alienated that they're turning to really extreme um, alternatives just to try and be part of some wider movement. And I think that's what Brexit, Trump, the rise of the far right in Europe will constitute. They're a kind of response to trying to find some community and solidarity in the face of this total collapse of those things, um, which has obviously been heightened after the fall of the Soviet Union and the kind of, of course. Um, falling out of fashion of socialism. Yeah, well, how do you see uh, the world developing uh, in the next few years? Because, I mean, we have, a, we have an election coming in November, and it is frightening yeah. for us to, to even think that it is, it is actually possible that Trump will be reelected. And, you know, if that happens, it will be a very strong blow against uh, liberalism, uh, you know, real liber liberalism and uh, society yeah. in general. How, how do you see uh, the world maybe in the, ne in the next couple of years? What do you think is going to happen? It's a very, very tough question, obviously, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into my crystal ball. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, th I think, it, I think it's, um, I mean, I'm really torn up thinking about the US election. I was a massive, massive um, Bernie supporter. Um, yeah. I was a huge, huge Bernie supporter. Bernie Sanders supporter, and so I was obviously super, super disappointed when Biden won the nomination. Um, I'm sure some listeners will agree with me on that. I'm sure some will disagree. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me, like, I think there's some, there's, my worry um, is that there needs to be, in America, a long-term solution. Of course. Um, yeah. To, because it's, I mean, looking at it, from a European perspective, like the fact that you guys don't have a healthcare system, nope. just, you know, a functioning public health system is insane. And I think that, um, I think the American population has just been totally betrayed by its elite. And the issue is that the Democrat Party aren't doing anything to change that. That's They're true. endorsing this empty, vapid neoliberalism, which is doing nothing to That's help true. ordinary American people. And, It's, and in that sense, it's doing the exact same as the Republican Party. So you have two parties, and neither of them are offering the American working class or the average American any kind of um, real, viable political option. And part of me wonders if maybe in the long term, and I know this is a very um, difficult thing to say because I understand how much um, suffering is caused for people, especially minorities, under Trump. But I think that in order for the Democratic Party to reform in the long term and actually offer a genuine socialist candidate like um, like Sanders or like you know potentially like AOC, yeah. I think that the Democratic Party needs to learn that it can't just keep putting up these neoliberal puppets. Um, and so I think that it needs almost to lose this election so that in the long term it will actually be able to offer a viable socialist alternative. Um, or at least, you know, coming from a left-wing perspective, that's how I see it. Absolutely, definitely. I agree with you on every single one of, of the concepts that, uh, that you mentioned. Yeah, totally. Biden is just a, a short-term solution, as he see, and as simple as that. Yeah. And it's not like it's not going to yeah. change the, the actual problems of uh, 
of society. You know, the Democratic exactly. Party is exactly like the Republican Party, like you said. Uh, you know, they're just yeah. after power, after money, and uh, and all that. But yeah, I agree. We have to make a, a really deep I mean, change. Yeah, I mean, I think you know the the the, old, the the choice that is being offered to America at the moment, and this is why I think it's so hilarious to even call it democratic. Is the fact is you know you're you're being offered between two options. You're being offered um, neoliberalism or woke neoliberalism. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, out of those two, woke neoliberalism is certainly preferable, but it doesn't really solve the main issue at hand, I think, here, which is neoliberalism um, and, you know, the massive hoarding of wealth that has been enabled by neoliberalism, by the elite. Exactly. Totally. What about the movement of, of Jeremy Corbyn back in the UK? Yeah, I mean, I was, again, I was a huge Corbyn supporter. Um, uh, it, was, it was a It's really disappointing, obviously, um, that we that he lost the election last year. Um, so we have, you know, another four or five years now of um, of conservative rule. Yeah. Um, again, you know, I think it's that that was, that was really sad. I think for for a lot of people over here, and I think it shows that the UK is moving in the same direction as the US yep. um, in terms of really just turning its back on social democracy completely. Um, and I think that a lot of it is probably down to media portrayal, certainly with Corbyn in the UK. True. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what it was like over in the US in terms of how Sanders was represented in the press, but I know that over here, um, Corbyn was really um, just totally attacked by the mainstream media. Yep. Um, they fabricated this whole myth of Corbyn being anti-Semitic. Um, And I think, you know, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, but, you know, you have to soldier on. Um, and you have to, you know, I think this is where art comes in, is that it's a really good tool for kind of making social critiques and exactly. and, um, and drawing attention to, to these things and trying to show them. Totally. And it's a matter of uh, society, you know, like uh, here with the Black Lives Matter movement, It's uh it's very strong mm. at the very at this very moment, you know, led by the youth, by the young Americans, and uh, you know that's going to be part of a long, long, long struggle. You know that it's going to be able to change things uh, definitely. Uh, let's let's talk about about music about the HMLT LTD uh, during lockdown. Mm -hmm. uh, did you work on a lot of new music? Uh, uh, you know, can we expect something new from you guys, or what's the plan? Yeah, um, I mean, it was really hard to work on music at the beginning because we're all, totally. uh, none of us lived together. So, um, so for that period, it was really hard. And we're trying to send stuff back and forth online, but it wasn't really working. And then as the lockdown started easing, we've been able to meet up. Um, and so we've got a few new songs on the way. Um, we're Excellent. hoping to release some new music in October. Excellent. Um, two new singles. So, yeah, it's exciting. I think it's a... I think people are going to be surprised with the direction. Awesome. That's uh, great news. I mean, the, this album is pretty new, for God's sakes. I mean, it was released, what, like uh, in February, <laughs> what, seven months ago. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, it was, it was important for us, I think, that we didn't spend um, too long turning around new music again. We didn't want to, you know, people had to wait such a long time for West of Eden. Yeah. Because of all the hiccups that went into the production of it. and Totally. Um, and all the label trouble that we had, but we wanted to make sure that we didn't repeat that 
thing of making people wait a really, really long time. So it was really important to us that, you know, we had new music out again by the end of this year. Totally. That makes us really happy, to be honest, man, that you, were, you guys were able to, to release uh, The West of Eden and that you guys are working on, on brand new music. And the last question, because my show is going to be over pretty soon, what's the plan for the rest of the night? What are you doing tonight? The rest of the night? Yeah. Wow. You know what? This is, this is going to sound so un-rock and roll. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not going to a club. I'm not taking drugs. <laughs> I'm not meeting any, you know, I'm not meeting, you know, I... I, I'm literally in bed. I've just cooked a delicious Korean bulgogi nice. um, with me and my girlfriend, and we're going to have a bottle of wine awesome. and watch the new Charlie Kaufman film. Oh, that's excellent. That sounds super, super fun. <laughs> so, yeah, really, really, really boring. I, I promise listeners that, you know, I, I'm usually often a, a bordello or something. <laughs> Well, you know, it's 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 a, a special circumstances right now with COVID and the lockdown. Yeah, and everything. it is special circumstances. Exactly. That's my excuse. Yeah, I'll use that. Excuse. There you go. Totally. That. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's play uh, the West. The West is dead to celebrate this interview. And uh, when this is when this is all over, and you guys come back to San Francisco to America, uh, come to the station. Let's hang out. It'll be it'll be fun. That'll be sick. Yeah. Let's do that. Awesome, Henry. Sounds great. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your night uh, back in London. And again, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's hang out when, whenever it's possible. Thanks, dude. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we'll message about it. All right, absolute pleasure speaking to you. Likewise, appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. Adios. Adios. Ciao. Excellent. Uh, that was Henry from uh, HMLTD. We thought we were going to be talking to Doc. Uh, you know, we were excited about it, and then Henry pops up. Uh, to take the call and very interesting interesting concepts to be honest uh, you know everything that we talked about uh, Brexit and Trump and and all that uh, I definitely share his philosophy his his vision of, uh, of of what's happening to society and it's something that has to be discussed it has it's something that uh, you know that has to be uh, analyzed profoundly if you really want to find a final solution for all this that is happening in the world at this very moment HMLTV, the West is dead. In Rocknet.kxs. Three years ago I said, the West is dying right underneath my nose. And I'll be so glad when it finally goes. I hate to say I told you so. The West is dead. A sick pot of dolphins left the tide. The West is dead, flipper. Two drowned dogs float belly side up. Two girls spin around the movies strip club The Western's dead girls Football fans with hits in their hands The Western's dead And the insects that you fish from your swimming pool each morning Early, the likes of us I am the West And the Western's 
TV. Out of their 2020 West of Eden album in Rockneto PXSF 2:51 p.m. Almost out of here. This is Gorillas featuring Robert Smith. This is Song Machine, Strange Times. Oh 
Desert Gorillas featuring Robert Smith. Song Machine, Strange Times in Rocknet.gigs have last Tuesday, this Tuesday, uh, New Order released a brand new single, and this is it. Be a rebel. Yes, indeed, San Francisco, be a freaking rebel.
New Order would be a rebel and that's it. It's over for Rock Neto in English at least. We'll continue with Rock Neto in Espanol with the best Ibero-American rock and roll there is around the world with this very moment. As easy and as simple as that. Thanks to uh, the lovely X. Thanks to HMLTV, to Henry. To David and Holly from the lovely X. Brilliant interviews we did today and we have one more coming in Rock Neto in Espanol, Necromorfo from Hermosillo, Sonora, Mexico. They will be, to they will be talking to us as well. Thank you, gracias, es que recasco, agur, adiós, acabó, se finí.